Hello and welcome along to episode 2 of Full Kit Banter, the show where we give our popular and unpopular opinions about the weird and wonderful world of the Premier League. And if you're new to the show, welcome. And we are actually joined by a new guest, our very own Arsenal correspondent, BK. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? It's good to be on the podcast. Like, it's good to be, like, chilling out with you guys again. And, like, we're finally doing this shit. That's right, that's right. And if for those who watched episode one, you'll know uh, myself, Pascal, as well as Yushin. And we're just going to jump right into what the hell happened this past weekend on uh, match day one of the Premier League. I'm sure most of you saw that epic 4-3 between champions Liverpool and uh, newly promoted champions of the championship leads. And I just wanted to get your opinion, guys. Yushin, we'll start with you. So what what do you take away from that game? Like, what was the biggest takeaway from that game? Uh, it was one of the best opening games I've seen so far throughout my entire eighteen years of watching football. What? <laughs> really? Wait, that's it? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it was a phenom- it was a phenomenal game. But what, like, what, what, what do you know about Leeds now that maybe you didn't know before this match? Okay, I would just like to touch upon. Leeds tactics, just a just a brief little insight. So, I really have to applaud Marco Bielsa on his how he set up against Liverpool. So what they did was a four-one-four-one formation. And okay, the thing about the four-one-four-one formation, right? It's let's say you you mentioned this formation to someone and. They usually will get the negative stigma that it's a, it's an overly defensive formation, but from what I've seen in the game itself, it actually was the total opposite. So, the idea of the principle of this formation is that you empty out the midfield, and then you entrust one person, which in this case was Calvin Phillips, if I'm not wrong. Yep. So what he did was he controlled the midfield as can see from the game itself and this allows the front four the midfielders to actually press Liverpool's back line and you, as mm-hmm. we all see it really caused Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold massive problems yeah if, if people had doubts over Trent's uh, defending uh, yeah those those doubts it, were yeah, definitely I mean, I mean you're not gonna magnified. you're not gonna stop Robbo from making those bombing runs forward or Trent's free kicks but as you can see from the tactics that Bielsa employed, it really negatively affected the starting positions of all the Liverpool players to the point that they were actually shocked at how Liverpool, uh, sorry, at how Leeds United were actually set up against them. Because going to Anfield, most teams usually sit back and defend, but Leeds actually played them at their own game, which was really fascinating by Bielsa. And... I know this could be a little too early to say, but Marco Bielsa could actually have given a blueprint to the rest of the 18 teams on actually how to play Liverpool offensively. Alright, okay, before I jump in, because that is a point that I have a bone to pick with that point, but BK, do you watch the match? And if you did, um, or even if you didn't, like what, what do you take away from just Leeds as new boys and Liverpool as maybe slightly wobbly champions? I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the game, but uh, I, I mm. have to say, it's like, I think like that championship eagerness, to, like when like Leeds have been out from the Premier League for like 
ages and to see them back is like great once again deeds coming back in and i think like the hunger i think to stay inside the premier league was shown like you play the big boys on the first you premier league winners of last season and you play them on the first game it's a you expect a shit show but yet they come around and like 4-3 i mean liverpool barely scraped it i'm not sure if liverpool was feeling like Mm. that whole you know the whole arsenal win uh of the community shield and you know i thought liverpool would really bounce back with like a 3-0 over leeds or like a 2-0 at least a clean sheet or something like that like a good win but like to see them struggle and come 4-3 and then you're like that like remember last i think we talked about last season like how liverpool started was like you know shaky and then now it's like yeah happening again Liverpool like always pretty, start mm-hmm. start the league shaky for some reason. They did the exact same to... It was the exact same thing with Norwich last season, if you remember. Yeah, a lot of people have drawn comparisons with that game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, okay, like, you guys, excellent points, but you mentioned that this might be a blueprint to how to beat Liverpool, and it very well might be. The one thing is that Bielsa has drilled this lead side for close to two seasons now on how to play this way. That's almost the only way they know how to play football and it's going to be very interesting to see how they can do it against teams who maybe don't play as high as Liverpool do. I d- it, might, it might be a blueprint on paper, but I don't see many sides being able to actually efficiently employ this tactic. They might either gas out by halftime or they might just get caught out. I actually think the best way to play Liverpool was how Arsenal did so last season at the Emirates. I thought, yeah, it was like a training match in the second half. I think we had something like 70% of the ball, but I think the way Arsenal played is more of a blueprint than how Leeds did, but what Arsenal we can all did, agree that we're all excited. Well, what I can say is what Arsenal did was they just basically parked the bus. 3-4-3 formations, which was uh, famously made popular by... A, one and only Antonio Conte. <laughs> I was waiting so, for that day to come out. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe, maybe I'm remembering it a little bit differently. But I just thought that, and I'm like, we'll get to Arsenal like in a, in a bit. I'm not completely sold on like Ateta yet, but I thought what he did not only against Liverpool but against City and then Chelsea in the FA Cup final were. Something to definitely applaud. So, Arsenal definitely in the step direct, uh, step in the right direction. But just, um, I guess, to cap off on this before we move on, mm-hmm. where do you guys kind of um, see Leeds finishing this season? Okay, judging... Or what, what, what were your expectations? Yeah, be? Judging the fact that Leeds United's defence line were actually made up of kids, I would say they actually fared quite well. Like, okay, to be honest... They didn't really have their full strength back line. Like Liam Cooper, their captain, was out with an injury during the warm-up. They had this new 20-year-old keeper who has never played in the Premier League before. And they had a debutant. Yeah, in... I was I was pretty surprised by that. Uh, his name is actually Cock. I can't remember his first name, but he had a pretty oh, bad of a right? yeah, 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 KOCH. He gave away the first pen and uh, he lost Van Dyke for the corner, correct? Yep. But actually, you really have to give credit to Leeds United. 
they found a way to oh, nullify yeah, Liverpool's fullbacks. Like I mean, I remember mentioning it to you in the previous pod. If you nullify yeah, you did. Liverpool's fullbacks, you basically, uh, you know, affecting the way they play, attacking wise. Because yeah, all yeah, your like, attacks come yeah, from yeah, the flanks. Yeah. Like you have nothing in the middle. You guys are like a, a polo suite. Nothing in the middle. Yeah, Liverpool <laughs> plays a lot on the wing. Like, I mean, everyone knows that, and I'm I'm surprised actually no one. Till now, really counter that. It's not like Liverpool changed drastically their formation, but a lot of people like we know that they play on the wing, and yet it's odd to see like no one, no one really done a thing about it. Well, Bielsa kind of did. I mean, it, it yeah, took yeah. a Kill. last minute handball and penalty from Mo Salah for them to get all three points. Yeah, that was like just so, quite. Oh no, yeah, that, that, okay, there, there okay, was but, definitely a moment. Yeah, but. There was definitely a moment in the 70th, 75th minute where I was just like, okay, it looks like our habit of nicking a, nick, a late goal might desert us this season. But fortunately, Rodrigo decided to offer us a bit of a helping <laughs> hand. A helping leg in this case. Uh, what's up with Trent? He looks super rusty. and uh, I mean, Harrison was taking him to the cleaners, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, might be the whole break thing, like the like this season from the whole COVID thing, like how the season like just transited out. Maybe he's just like man mode after he won like PFA <laughs> Young Player <laughs> of the Year. He's just like, <laughs> screw, screw you guys. Um, I don't know. Hopefully he's back to his best against uh the team we're going to talk about next. We're, we're going to be talking about Chelsea in a bit, but yeah, if, if Trent's not at his best or even if he is at his best he might get cut apart um so you should yeah let's let's lead into that chelsea game against brighton oh, yeah. what, what, what did you think of the overall performance the score line really did flatter us it wasn't mm-hmm. a 3-1 game mm-hmm. i stayed up to watch the match and to take my chelsea tinted glasses off brighton were the better footballing side i must say Yo, Lewis like, i really couldn't thought, understand man. Yeah, I, I couldn't understand Lampard's selection for the starting eleven to start off with. So well, well, were you not happy about the Abbott's... uh Chelsea's lineup? Like, where do you think? Okay. Okay, I understand that we have injuries to our main attacking players, but I was kind of shocked that Cho didn't start, and we had Mount on the wing. Uh, Werner, Werner picked striker of course Havertz played right wing which I understand because he has a left foot and we played Loftus-Cheek in the camp position and, oh boy he uh, <laughs> Loftus-Cheek <laughs> he was <Yeah. laughs> he was really bad that's all I have to say uh, there was an opportunity where it was a 2 versus 1 against this Brighton defender and all he had to do was a simple pass to Werner and Werner was in with a chance one-on-one with the keeper and he fluffed it I yeah and it was at one yeah it was when Chelsea was one nil up and it could have been the catalyst to kill off the game but uh it didn't happen and Brighton actually equalized through a I think, I think a, with with, with yeah. Kepa and Goya it's <laughs> never it's never quite safe okay if I I think yeah, the the, the goal the goal wasn't really Kepa's fault, but I I mean, 
Because, on on I first sight, you... on first sight, I will agree with you, but yeah, 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 yeah. His, his, yeah, his positioning, his positioning was kind of way off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what what, what happened was the ball, the ball actually dipped and then it went under Kepa's hand. But come on, if you're gonna play for a, echo, title winning, possible yeah, title winning side, yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to do much better than that. I I, uh, I I well, I I I yeah, think yeah. we were talking about this on like text or like earlier on, and then we said like what formi- what formation is Chelsea ex- exactly playing? Because I when I saw the highlights, I didn't really understand what formation was. And I was on I was on Sky Sports earlier, and I was like looking at the review, and then they were playing four two two two. It was a four two three one on paper, which makes sense. Uh, for the players that we kind of have available, uh, at the on their match day itself, but the personnel was a bit weird. Like, the actual game itself, Havertz was playing right back. I was actually shocked on seeing him play so deep. Like, Kante was actually further forward than him at one point. And, well, Havertz didn't really have a good game. Yeah, like, I mean, there was, we'll, yeah, we'll get to Havertz, there was but a, what is this obsession yeah. with not playing Kante as a holding midfielder. It's been happening for like two seasons now. I don't I don't understand it. Would, would you play okay. Kante as a holding or would you play him like a box to box? Okay, okay. Kante is a, a holding midfielder, day. but yes. he's actually he's actually technically very good in in the sense that he can bring the ball out of play. Like he can he's very good in linking up plays between the um midfield and striker. But that's not where you want Kante to be. You want Kante to be in the holding midfield position, shielding the back four. Mm-hmm. But because we didn't have Kovacic, who is effectively our best ball-playing uh, midfielder that can bring the ball out and can actually dribble past uh, players in the midfield. Because we started off with Jorginho and Kante, and Jorginho, he isn't going to make those easy dribbling runs from midfield. So Kante actually had to do that work. But I feel that once Kovacic comes back in the midfield, Kante would just have to sit in front of the back four and not do any of this ball back, carrying. Back to the when, when, back line. When, when do you reckon Kovacic will be back? I haven't seen any news oh, about... He, is, uh, he was suspended <laughs> from the FA Cup final, if you remember. Oh, yep, yeah. So oh. He had, <laughs> was actually, this game was actually his, his one-match <laughs> suspension. Rip, and he'll be back, rip, he'll be back uh, for Liverpool. Oh yeah. no! Oh, damn. we're gonna get to that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I didn't watch the Brighton match. I w- kind of wish I did, but it was at freaking three a.m. And I'm sorry, I have like a oh, job. Shout out to Tarek Lampy, man. He played very well. Uh, yeah, yeah. My like everyone in, in the office was gassed up about him. And yeah, but, but, Rhys James showed. Oh him man, man, that goal, the, the, the goal was amazing. Rhys James, my fucking dawn. You actually saved absolute us. Absolute rocket, yeah, absolute rocket. I and I don't. I got. I kind of got Mandela. I got the feeling that he had scored a goal like that before. Did he score one like that in the Champions League? No, it was or actually. Oh, wasn't it? Champions his... League? No, it was actually a side foot from a corner. I heard that was his first. But Premier this was yeah, his. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. This was his first Premier League goal. Yeah, which is why I'm saying I, I, I kind of felt like it was deja vu, but clearly I'm remembering it wrongly. But anyway, yeah, great player. Um. Yeah, you guys have an absolute gem at right back. And I don't know what's up with England. First, Trent, who you're kind of slagging a little bit. Earlier, <laughs> still great. No, I wasn't slagging him off. I'm just saying that he... No, we were. Like, I, I was probably slagging him off more than you. 
Um, but yeah, like, great. Finally, I mean, uh, I don't know what's in the water, but they, they've got a good rotation of right backs um, right now. Pas- and anyway... Yep. I, I just want to ask you, Pascal, before, like, if we're moving yeah. on to the next topic. Yep. Like, La Nana, though, how is, like, seeing your old boy back in the new squad, like... Do you know? Do you know he he got injured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was like, what do you think he, about he, the whole performance and the like? I I didn't even see him. I didn't, he, got, he got subbed off at halftime. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see him play much. Like honestly, I yeah. thought Louis Dunk was like doing way much. He more. didn't even make it to halftime. <laughs> oh, he did not he make it to half time. time. He went off at yeah. like no. He, yeah, he, he went off at like thirty thirty something minutes. Yeah. He, blo- oh, no, he, had, he got shit. injured on the stroke of the stroke of halftime. Oh man! And it's a hamstring, so he's probably oh shit. Uh, he's probably um. He's probably gone for like uh. Three months, two months, two two months. A, a month, yeah, at least a month. Uh, so cut. So yeah, it sucks for him. Um, I can't. I think the same thing happened with someone else. I can't remember, but yeah, it, it's. I was looking forward to seeing if he got the goal when I when I was on my goal app, and then, I was uh, I just saw he got subbed off at halftime, and I was like hoping. Uh, I was uh, more hoping yeah. that he got a yellow card and it was forced to be subbed off, but yeah, it turns out he did his hamstring. Yeah, so. it's it's all the more baffling that they actually let Aaron Moy go, knowing that Lanana's ankles are made of glass. So I think now the, Moy, the to... Moy deal was strictly like financial. Like I think the that Chinese team that bought him just was offering me way more wages than Brighton, and they were like, okay, cool, like we can't match. Yeah, and wages. it's and it's way closer to Australia from China than it is from England. So I. Can understand why he decided to move. Really? Like maybe he wanted to feel yeah. a little closer to home. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm, I mean China, yeah. England, uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. of course the yeah, yeah. of course the, the fat <laughs> the fat checks the fat checks yeah, really yeah, yeah. that that that, that pee, man always always nice um <laughs> wait BK since we've 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 um you're the neutral party here I want to hear your key players for the Liverpool-Chelsea game and then just a quick prediction on like, what you think is going to happen and then same thing with you, Sash. I mean, honestly, like Liverpool have... It's odd because Liverpool has like your first team ready. You you actually play your first team for... Um, more or less your first team for the Leeds game and you suffer a 4-3 defeat. I'm pretty sure that like, Klopp is like freaking like... If, if Salah didn't score that goal, like Klopp will be like ripping their heads for, off right now. 4-3 win... It's a fortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Still, like, man, Van Dyke's mistake, man. That was like. Yeah, yeah. I that was not have. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, yeah. I, I'll just have to point this out that if it was Harry Maguire who did that mistake, we would all be slating him. Yeah, like, like I and felt, I felt like yeah, Van Dyke. So I don't, I don't really time. get this double standard. Yeah, uh, sorry. You, you... I don't really get this double standard. Yeah. yeah. No, I. Um, I just think it's because he's. I mean, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Let's be. Let Let's be honest. Uh, it was just that. Um, excuse me. Excuse. No. Wait. Wait. I. I. I yeah, have yeah, to counter yeah. that point. Okay. Yeah, Since go, Project go, Restart, Van <laughs> has been making way too many errors to be considered like. The goat, right? The PPL's yeah. best defender. Okay. Yeah, I feel like for someone who like almost won Ballon d'Or and like that 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 was pretty. Not mistake, man. Like that one. That ah, I didn't even know. It what was, was that. it was, it was, sh- it was shades of uh Phil Jones. Yeah, Vendak is basically <laughs> just the brown Phil Jones. 
with uh, with goatee and long hair. Goatee. Yeah, it reminds me of the you know you know this uh Scooby Doo clip where the criminal has been caught and tied <laughs> yeah, yeah, up, right, and then right. the gang was about to do a, a face yeah, review. Yeah. yeah, and then basically. In this scenario, it's Van Dyke, and when they pull off uh, his okay. face mask, it's actually Phil Jones with uh, okay, guys, uh, the Dutch Van flag branded on his forehead. Bef- he scored before that, so it's just football math. It cancels out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone knows that. <laughs> Van- so, Van Dyke giveth and Van Dyke taketh away. Such yeah, is the Van Dyke. I was. I, I was uh, and the way the ball went in the net from Bamford, it, it was really delayed from the angle we were watching it, so I was just. Literally frozen at, for at one point it was yeah it was it was at an angle where it was directly in front of the goalpost so at one point you mm. couldn't actually see the where the ball was and then like it yeah. just dunked in yeah yeah Please I was just hoping in. for like an offside <laughs> even though there's no way it was offside I was just hoping there was some like fraudulent <laughs> VR decision uh, uh, okay, okay, so uh, yeah yeah coming back to this like Chelsea like what what Ishan said like you know. Kovacic is coming back. Uh, I don't know who's going to come up. Who, who, who do you think is coming up for Kovacic? Like, Lotus Street come uh, out and then they no, play... Jorginho Jor- 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 is going to... Yeah, Jorginho is going to come out. No, who's going to... Who's... Kante, Kante and... I... Okay, because we are basically Hospital FC now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm guessing... I don't know if Harvards will continue to play the right wing position because... It, he was so abysmal in the, over there. I don't yeah, even know if he's gonna really start. Bad. Yeah, he was. Yeah, dude. Like, like there was I mean, so besides many memes chick, going he around. Was, every, everyone yeah, was like, it, it was one of those memes that Har- uh, Harvard's like playing in Bundesliga and then like Harvard's playing in BPL. It's like you know, like that big dog and then the small dog meme. Like yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It was just everywhere. Yeah, and I don't think Harvard's was fully match fit. I said he's healthy, but he's not match fit for an intense game like Liverpool so I wouldn't be surprised if Lampard benches him and starts like Hudson-Odoi or Mount on the the right hand side you yeah and I don't be... know if Pulisic is actually free you think it's going yeah, to be striker again like Werner up top yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be Werner oh and we... Werner actually has me... a dead leg because you have three strikers well, like two yeah. on bench like in this match already in the Brighton match you have like Abraham and Giroud on bench I would think like I mean based off Sky Sports uh, the analysis right because you got you were playing 4 2 right I was like thinking like should I play two strikers at least given that you guys are yeah. on like midfield at least I thought like two strikers I wouldn't be surprised if Werner plays on the left and maybe Giroud plays up top yeah, because Drew has a really good scoring record against Liverpool. Yeah, and I was thinking like, as yeah, well, like God, you need someone hate, with I hate that guy. <laughs> you need someone to take down Van Dyke, like at least like like hustle with Van Dyke. Oh, Van Dyke, Van Dyke will take care of himself. I'm sure of that. Oh, you mean Phil? Gonna... Oh, you, you, you mean Phil Jones? <laughs> give it, give it a rest. You mean Phil Jones or Van Dyke? <laughs> but I, I, yeah, yeah, Dutch, Dutch, Phil, the Dutch Phil, Phil Jones. <laughs> But uh, I I actually <laughs> like your point about Harvard's getting benched, but and I I agree with that. I think that's what Lampard might do. But at the same time, it's it's a weird one. I mean, Lampard has shown time and time again he's not afraid to bench so-called like star players. But what does this message send when he's benching his big money signing I, against I, the champions and 
title I, contenders, like title challengers, at home. I think like what uh I mentioned. I think it could be like like what he mentioned. Like I think if anything, he would just play the fitness game. Let's say maybe he's not match ready, so keep him on the bench and like come in as a sub. Like why not? Like it's just the second match of the mm. league anyway. It's still quite early. Especially yeah, like, like like you said. Yeah, like like what Pascal said earlier, Lampa isn't afraid to do whatever he thinks is right for the preparation of that particular game. So I'll be surprised if Harvard's okay, I wouldn't be surprised if Harvard's bench. And I would be really surprised if Loft the Cheek starts because with him on the lineup, okay I, I know this sounds harsh, but it was as though we were playing with ten men when he was on. And when Buckley came on we looked so much better. Mm. Yeah, I thought yeah, and, I, and I thought Buckley should play. If, I was I was surprised he started in the first place. Like Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I'm, think anyone could have predicted uh Loftus Cheek would start that match. I'm with you, I thought Buckley should have played. Maybe like some maybe some like diehard Chelsea fans who have some insider info knew about that, but yeah, it was a it was a weird one. So I, I oh, honestly yeah, anyway, think the prediction pre- might be Chelsea home, right? If Chelsea comes back with Kovacic, hopefully, like according to what you should say, like oh oh he'll be back, yeah he'll be back. And if he's back, and if they really do something about the whole offense, I feel like defensive, you guys might be somewhat ready. Uh, as in, you have the men. Oh, You're just with Kepa, with Kepa, we are never ready. <sighs> okay, okay, That's I just true. have to say, um, <laughs> I have to say the the hallmark of all title winning sides. Is all solid. of them? They have a good. They have a good player in between the sticks. Like okay, you, you look at United. Yeah, they had Edwin Yeah, Arsenal when they had David Seaman. Yeah. Uh, City when they had Ederson. Uh, Chelsea when they had Jack, and yeah. the current Liverpool side was Ederson. What about what about yeah. man? They never Kibicini won. Was... The <laughs> <laughs> he, he was. He was good, but he, he's yeah. not good enough. Yeah, he's not. He's not that top caliber keeper. That yeah, you know, just like Martinez, man. Titles. Yeah, oh, and people, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the the Edouard Mendy signing. Okay, he's just a stopgap. I don't really see him as like a first team Chelsea goalkeeper. Okay. I'm sure all Chelsea fans would admit to the fact that they don't even know who Mandy was. Like when I first read about the Mandy transfer, <laughs> I was like, "Why are oh, we shit, buying is that, the is that thing true, really? <laughs> That shit went yeah, yeah, I was like, it's, it's oh, yeah, most, I was like, why? Likely, not, not yet, but it's most likely gonna be. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know. I, uh, I, did, I didn't know that week. was true. I thought that was like just like it came out of nowhere, man. I, I, like I just saw the report like Lampard saying that he's happy with Kepa, like he's alright with Kepa. I mean, Lampard has to say that. He has fake to see news. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fake news, uh, definitely. I was like, I was have you looking... le- have you not seen vote votes of confidence? <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I'm, it's uh, I agree with Rishan. Like, I think it's I honestly think it's more of a replacement to Caballero because Caballero can't do it. But anyway, coming back to the whole thing, right? I I do hope actually Liverpool would. Uh, I don't want to say this, but I hope Chelsea actually win. Like, I think Chelsea have way much more to prove, as much as they are at home as well. I think they have to prove that with all the big bucks they spend, although they might have been injured players, but all the big bucks that they spend, it's going to be put to some use. I think the pressure is actually more on Lampard than on Klopp, man, if anything. And maybe a 2-1. Mm. 2-1, yeah. to, 2-1 to Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, two one to Chelsea. Uh, okay, it could be Ben Chilwell's first game for Chelsea, and he's up against Mohamed Salah, so that's not going to be an easy task. And uh, with Kepa, uh, if it, if it was any other goalkeeper besides Kepa, I would say two one is possible, but I would have to go two two. High scoring draw. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought I thought I was whoa. gonna be the edgy one. Sorry, continue. Yeah. I said I don't I don't know who's fit for Chelsea as well. It's and Thiago Silva might not be match ready. So it's gonna be a really patched up, not really fully first team defense. Yeah. So I think two two stuff. I'll take a two two. Yeah, actually, I actually agree with that. I was gonna say two two with Liverpool getting another late goal, and after we've slagged off Kepa, watch him have a absolute masterclass. <laughs> yeah, just you can almost see it happening. Um, but yeah, I think I think two two as well. If not, I'm gonna play devil's advocate and give Liverpool two one, just because we've had a good record against you guys lately. But our defense kind of looks all over the place at the moment, and I think that trend will continue. Yeah, and I can bit. actually see. So uh, I'm going to go two two or like Liverpool two one yep. maybe. Yeah, and what's up with the club and and Lampard rivalry these few days? Like, <laughs> it has been. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just it's just like it started from last seasons. It started like way back during the Super Cup, if you remember, mm-hmm. the one that went to penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Lampard yeah, yeah. was like a little. Yeah, L- Lampard was a little bit. The, the whole pitch, uh, they were arguing on the side of the pitch, right? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. That, that, that was later. Like, the Super oh, Cup, was there was a bit of a spat. Okay. Yeah, and then the whole. When we beat you guys at Stamford Bridge, there was the whole VAR thing. Um, and then, obviously, at Enfield, everyone saw the Lampard telling Klopp to fuck off. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then the whole transfer, like, Klopp being salty about it. So yeah, he seemed a little bit upset to me. Just I, I mad, just, right? Yeah. I just go lay it out there, and I, I want to feel like this is something similar to like the whole Wenger and like Alex Ferguson, like Mourinho. we two saw at each other, or like Mourinho and like <laughs> one of them. It's like it, it feel like this is like salty fighting. <laughs> I mean, we need a bit of spice. Uh, like Pep, Pep's just kind of fighting his own players. Frauding in front of the cameras, uh, so I mean, the Sky and all like BT love this kind of stuff. You know, they're just gonna latch yeah. onto anything that they can, yeah, they can yeah, promote. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Liverpool Chelsea is nice, but if you yeah. can hype it up with Klopp versus Lampard, it's even better. Yeah, so, I can yeah, imagine the poster. We... Yeah, the cherry on the top of the uh, very nice red and blue cake. Exactly. <laughs> if you get my analogy. That, we have all our predictions. Um, gonna be a cracking game. Uh, I just want to touch a little bit on another London side that's maybe in not disarray, but looked really tepid in their first match. Spurs. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we know that they, they went down one 0 against Everton, and just last week we were kind of not getting on the Everton hype train based on all their signings. But you know what? I actually watched that game and. Credit where credit's due, they look like a very good side. All and it's only one game, but you know how sometimes you can just tell, you can just tell that things are, are going in the right direction there. And being a Liverpool fan, you know, it hurts me to my absolute core to say this, but they look a very decent side. I want to get uh first let, let's get BK's thoughts on 
I mean, being an Arsenal fan, like it must kind of delight you to see Spurs yeah. floundering a little bit. So, what do you just think about Spurs first? Uh they look worn out somehow. I I don't even know why. Like they they look flat. I think we were discussing offline, and we were saying like they look. I don't know. Like Everton looked good. Like last season's Everton didn't even look this good. Like. I I I was actually stunned. Everton really looked like they were fighting for something, like really something to prove. So, mm. Yeah, yeah. I I I really just Wait. thought like Spurs looked sloppy. A little bit like tired, right? They just look out of ideas. Uh, not just like, yeah, like Mourinho called them lazy. Like I'm not sure if it was Hamas yeah. or like there were there were quite a few long balls to Richard Lisson. I was like looking at this like how is he dead open like. What in the world? Like how how is that happening, man? Uh, wait, do you rate do you rate him? Uh, Richarlison. He had some like good shots, but like unfortunately he didn't get any goals. But it it, it was quite nice. I I think he was quite open, but like I think he could have done but, better. But not just in the match. It, it, in terms I, of like as a player, do you do you think he's like that? I'm, that I'm sorry to say quality to get Everton into this. Better than he will be in Walcott. <laughs> I mean, uh, no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll take care of my front eleven if I have to. Everton have given you guys sixty million, man. Absolutely given you guys sixty million to spend. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm still laughing about this to yeah, this day. Every time I've, yeah, every time I see the lineup, I see it will be a Walcott on the bench or like on the starting lineup. I'm like. What? We got so much cash from that? Yeah, they, they've had one of the worst, like, transfer policies or in the recent times, but uh, what about you, Sash? What do you think about both Spurs and Everton? Well, it's what you get when you add quality players to a pretty average team, I must say, but they're managed by a quality manager in Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, mm. I really do have fond memories of Carlo when he was at Chelsea. Mm. And you could actually see his philosophy implanted in that team. Where, okay, the thing about Ancelotti is he's very tactically flexible. To the mm. point that he... Every team that he comes up against, he actually has a game plan for. You could see that they were already exploiting that that right hand, uh, sorry, uh, Spurs right hand side, which was where Richarlison was playing, on Everton's left, because according to Jose, Jose wants his right back to bomb forward at every opportunity, and so in order to counteract that, Richarlison was actually playing pretty high up on the left, which was mm-hmm. which I found that it was really really smart of Ancelotti tactics wise, and uh, but. Spurs-wise, uh, they were so boring to watch, honestly. Like, they played some Sarah Jessica Parker football. It was really <laughs> ugly. It was really ugly to watch. And uh, I couldn't understand why Deli Ali was subbed off at halftime. He was the main creative outlet, like, in the first 45 minutes. Uh, Josie actually said that it was because of a hamstring injury, but... I don't know. I think he just called him lazy and just took him off and put Musa Dem- no, but, oh, sorry, uh, Musa Sissoko on. And you could see after that substitution, yeah. Spurs just looked 
void of any inspiration. Yeah. He couldn't play. I, I completely agree. What What do you think about Doherty's? Doherty? Yeah. Doherty. Like yeah. almost go. Doherty. Doherty. It's actually it's actually Do- Doherty, not Doherty. Actually, ah, uh, yeah, actually look it up. It's Irish, what? it's Dorothy. Yeah, it's not, there's no C in the, in his name at all. Who, okay, like, where are you getting this info from? <laughs> how how uh, did the comment this, this isn't my, okay, this most, isn't my most, hill to die on. It's most football pundits that, uh, I've actually watched pronounce his name as Dorothy. There's no Doc, it's not Doherty, it's Dorothy, it's like Dorothy. Or you can just call him Matt Murdock if you want. Yeah. <laughs> him, uh, like, I'll just ask him, like, bro, how do I pronounce your name? But uh, what was the question? The question was, how was his performance? Yeah, like, his, like, his almost goal, the uh, Hurricanes chip over the defense and he almost oh, actually scored his debut yeah. goal, right? And that also leads to... I thought it was good save. Good save yeah. by Pickford, yeah. Yeah, leading up to Pickford, like, I remember yeah, Pickford we were, did you well. guys were... Uh, the podcast from last week, you guys were giving shit to Pickford, man. <laughs> yeah, this what, mean, this like, what uh, happens on the this what happens on the full kit banter podcast. We we like we talk shit about this player and then he he's man of the match in the next game. That's what that's what happens. Kepa, Whenever we sleep, is gonna be OP. <laughs> no, yeah, another yeah. guy we were kind of like slating. Not we weren't slating him, but we were just telling people to calm down. Was about Hames. Yeah, but I mean, Everton fans are fully on that train right now. I mean, he looked great. Uh, I think there was a. I'm not really a huge stat guy, but I'm gonna throw a stat in there. Sure. I think Hamez was the first player to make five uh, goal scoring chances on his debut. Ooh. The last person to do that was your boy Alexis Sanchez on his Arsenal <laughs> debut, which was like years Ooh, ago. So yeah, he does look great. Um, but and that that was even under like a lot of pressure from a a, a very high pressing Spurs side. But I think the the you you were gassing up Ducore a lot last week and oh, I kind of see what you were talking about now. He looked great. Him and Alan looked like a very strong unit. And yeah, I thought that was scary. Them man. doing the dirty work allow Alan. Alan, <laughs> they allow um they allow Hamas yeah. to, to 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 do his uh to do his thing a bit more. Yeah, I think a few more games like this and we have to take. Rodriguez out of the fraud watch segment. Whoa, 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 <laughs> oh, he, I mean, he's already out. Like fraud watch is just like a. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we we have to give it a few games in. We 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 can't take him yeah, down yeah, based fa- on fa- one game. Yeah, fa- fair enough, but yeah, fraud watch <laughs> is gonna be more. We're gonna have to be more selective <laughs> on that. Um, I also think like this. Like before we move on from Everton and Spurs, I just want to touch on Luca Dean. He looked. I mean, we've, we've all known. He's a phenomenal attacking fullback. Uh, and he, Best left I back in the we, league. Oh, yeah. you think he's better than Chili B? <laughs> Debatable. Uh, Chili B. Chili B is not in the conversation. Yeah, oh, we'll see him on the Lampard. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll I see. Think, I, think, I think actually Ancelotti's new tactics, they're, they're aimed to like help, like you mentioned earlier, they aim to help guys like Richarlison, and Hamez, you know, fulfill their, their potential, but it's also designed to get Dean as far forward as possible because his delivery on, on crosses is insane. Even yep. that free yeah. kick to, yeah. to oh, Calvert-Lewin was, was... I mean, 
more more will argue that the free kick <laughs> wasn't taken at the right spot. But what a delivery, man! What a what a finish from Calvert Lewin. Mo is just such a sad cynic. The salty guy, but he might have a. If if the rumors are to be believed, he might have Gareth Ooh. Bale. Real soon, but who knows? Gareth might do a, a U-turn and just, you know, screw you guys. They're nicer golf courses in mm. China. I'm Gareth Bale is just the, he's, he's <laughs> just the Welsh. He's just the Welsh Alexis Sanchez <laughs> now. You all have to agree that. But which, <laughs> like twenty twenty Alexis lah, not not, not OG Alexis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you was you were mentioning something about uh players in golden yeah. cages, like. Bale and Alexis perfectly summed up. Although Alexis kind of got out of his cage recently. Yep. Um, yeah, Bale is a... Uh, I, I, don't, I actually don't know... I would love to hear like some of Spurs... The opinions of some Spurs fans. Like, Bale, I don't know if... Bale is necessarily the player they should be getting right now, but I guess they'll take anybody who... Can bring a bit of excitement to the team. I guess he could take over. He could um, play... Yeah. But yeah, speaking forward, of... Like, like what he did last night. Right? Ahead of Kane? No, no way. Are you displacing Harry Kane? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mister, yeah, I need yeah, subtitles. That's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, mean, uh, I think it's it. Mm. No, go ahead. Sorry, uh, continue. Oh, okay. No, I was, uh, I'll I was just, just saying. Point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can see him easily displacing Lucas Mora on the right wing, but. Okay, we're talking about a guy who has been playing more games on the golf course than actual football games. So I don't mm. know how fit or whether he can actually go back to the previous heights that he set for himself. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be if if Spurs are gonna take a gamble, might as well be Bill, right? Like he he knows the club, fans still adore him. I'm sure he still has a good relationship with. Uh, most w- was of the he? People he was playing under Mo, right? Spurs, like Daniel Daniel Levy. No, 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 no. He no, was playing under Red, yeah. like Red no, 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 Nap, no, no, Harry Red Yeah, I don't think. No, Madrid. Red? He was under Ancelotti. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Ancelotti. Ancelotti and Zidane, <laughs> best friend. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so shall we move on? I mean, like um. This this kind of like segue. I'm forcing this. I'm forcing the transition a little bit, but another player who's kind of on massive wages, who doesn't seem to be getting games anytime ah. soon, is Ozil, which will lead us nicely into <laughs> the Arsenal, Arsenal Fulham recap and Arsenal, uh, yeah, the Arsenal Fulham recap. So, just a quick quick thoughts on Ozil. Do you think he's done? Do you think he leaves this transfer window? I don't know, man. Good? It's like back to the golden cage, like what Dishon was mentioning. <sighs> How are you going to pay those wages? Who's going to pay those wages? And if so, he he said he's going to stay in Arsenal. So, I, w- I don't think he'll be leaving, honestly. I, I don't see him leaving. How long does he still I have think on this contract? The last, year. the last season, basically. I think he has a... One year? Uh, yeah, like a year. Yeah, yeah he has a uh-huh. year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so... I don't know. I kind of see him... I, I, see him I, I see him going to like some... Dodgy, okay, not dodgy, like it's not fair to <laughs> <laughs> not fair to those clubs. But I just see him taking maybe fifty fifty percent wage cut. So Arsenal take the fifty percent hit for the final year of his contract and ship him off to 
one of your, you know, Fenerbahce, Galatasaray, yeah, Besiktas, one of those clubs who have money. I thought that would happen, like, during the transfer. I don't know, I feel yeah, that's the move. I think I it's, that's like, quite move. static right now. Like, nothing's I, happening. <clears throat> no one wants him, that's I why mean, he's... I just, just to use my metaphor on the golden cage again, well-paid players that can't get a move because of the current COVID-19 situation. I think clubs can't seem to afford these type of players on huge wages because they aren't getting much revenue. Like firstly from from the match days itself as no one can watch. No one's allowed to watch matches. Uh, it's a big hit in revenue for all those various clubs that don't seem to have uh, as large a pool as clubs in England. Mm. So I can see why that's a huge problem for them. And it's not just that, it's the fact that he's not like, you know, a, a, a goal scorer per se. Ozil is what many might call a luxury player at this point. So, I mean, if, if, if like, another player who's most likely on the move is Suarez, I think people will be more likely to take a gamble on Suarez because you know he brings yeah, in goals. Yeah. Stats uh. and you know suspensions and all that, but yeah, and like that. That's why I think Ozil. I still think he'll end up moving, but I think Arsenal are just gonna take. Arteta's rather gonna let him go out and save some money rather than just keep him completely to potential potentially ruin uh dressing room harmony. That's just my take, but. You never know, like full kit banter apparently is a is a show where everything we say is the reverse happens, so I might end up becoming Arsenal captain starting oh, every man, game from like four hundred K a week, the next know. thing you know, we'll be like Sanchez three point You might get an extension, dude. <laughs> you get like a lifetime extension. So going from someone who's deemed a flop at Arsenal to someone who's definitely not a flop at Arsenal. Yeah. Mr. Pierre Emilic Obama Young has just signed Yay. a new three year deal. So, BK, I'm sure you're very oh, man, stoked about it, good, right? Like, after, what was it, like, almost half a season waiting for this, like, contract extension to happen? Oh, uh, like, a big salary. I, I know they were hyping up, like, about a month ago or two weeks ago, like, AFTV and all that were, like, going on and on. I was like, ah, oh, they're going to sign the thing, sign the thing, sign the thing. And then, like, everything was quiet. And then, like, Ateta was like, yeah, yeah, he's gonna sign soon. And then, like, I think everyone was expecting it to be before the Fulham game. And then next thing you know, like, what the hell? But I think if anything was to confirm his, like, decision to sign it was, I think, the Fulham game when he saw, like, the squad coming together. Like, I mean, we can get started on the Fulham game. Like, as neutrals, like, you guys saw it. What what do you guys yeah, think go in the first place? Uh, okay, uh, let me just start off with, okay, I admit I didn't watch the match because yeah, I was out, uh, I was out, yeah, but uh, when I received the notification on my phone on the team lineup and I saw Fulham's lineup, the first thing that came to my mind was, yo, this <laughs> team is dead, man, dead food, and like, I knew that Arsenal were gonna just walk all over them. I mean, come on, why bench your best striker in Aye. Alexander Mitrovic. Yeah, I know that he's been playing games against... Uh, he's playing, been playing international games for Serbia. And this could be the reason why he was benched. Maybe he felt too tired, but 
there was absolutely zero threat up top. And you know, once Arsenal just once Arsenal got the first goal, couldn't really see how Fulham were okay. gonna get the, back the first goal was pretty on level slow. terms and Arsenal just walked the game. Yeah, yeah, it was your typical FIFA goal, yeah, yeah, but goal, hey, goal. a goal's a goal, right? But William though, hat which, is, which brings me back to a point. Uh, we were saying yeah. that Lacazette was gonna be <laughs> and he goes on and scores. So I don't know what is going on on this podcast. But Dude, and, yeah, and, um, and last Fulham, week when I, completely uh, I think Yusha was Fulham. mentioning, yeah, I was bigging up Enkatiya, and <laughs> <laughs> he did. Did he come? On? Did he even come on? No, no, no. No, right? I, I, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh my, wait, wait. Okay, go on, go, go on. But I have something to add later about another forgotten man in Arsenal. No, I just remembered last week. Oh, yeah. Like... yeah uh, El Nani, oh. right? Yeah, Were you going to mention El Nani? How the hell did he get oh, back no, in the team? No. <laughs> no, no. Remember that I was um I was talking about how Gabriel was new and he couldn't speak a word of English <laughs> and I would be very surprised to see him Man score. Man playing in defense. <laughs> and he scored. <laughs> and I remember last week you also mentioned like, hey, uh, William only performs when like, uh, his contract is on like at stake. <laughs> And then first match, yeah, yeah. Uh, take assist. <laughs> three assists. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, how the hell is the first can't make this up, man? Yeah, yeah. Then I don't understand. Uh, but the free kick was pretty dope. Yeah. I already said like yeah, it was, was pretty it, free kick. Yeah, the free kick. The free was kick it was counted free. as yeah, assists? Yeah. yeah, that was, it was assists. I, I don't know. They how. ended up giving him. Like he just scuffed. Yeah. <laughs> he scuffed the shot and then it fell to Lacazette. Like yeah. Brother, <laughs> you, you said man, FIFA. Okay, fine. I can see it. Yeah, but I mean, um, but I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure most of the credit, I was, I would say, I wouldn't say most. I'll say all the credit goes to Ateta. Mm. Like, I was, I would, I don't like to say it, but I'm really impressed by what Ateta has done to this team. Uh, yeah, you can actually see they have a way of playing now, which is, okay, I would like to call it a, an open play set piece if okay because the normal definition of a set piece is you know like a free kick of a corner but from what I've seen in the highlights and it's no coincidence that the exact same thing happened in the City Chelsea and Liverpool games that I've watched so far which is the the keeper who passed it to a certain area of the field and then the ball would transit from that area towards the right back, which then goes to the right winger who's William, and then he would cross it towards Aubameyang, in which Aubameyang would get into a position where he isolates himself one-on-one with the defender. And yeah, if it happened in the City, Chelsea and Liverpool game, it can't be a coincidence, right? I'm sure they've been working on it on the training ground. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I was watching the highlights, yeah, I was watching the highlights, and whenever Arsenal were in position, I was wondering why they weren't actually like, running, running to spaces to exploit the spaces. And actually, after an- analyzing most of the games and remembering what I've watched from all the Arsenal games, yeah, it's probably something Mika Arteta is working on. Which I would say yeah, it's yeah, quite impressive. It, it actually appeared on that. Arsenal's uh, Instagram page also. I think they were like doing a highlight reel. Yeah, highlight reel oh. of two matches with the same set play. Yeah, set, yeah. Almost the same set piece play. Like basically built from the back and all the way to the front. Yeah, it's actually quite... Yeah, yeah, it's actually quite fascinating to watch though. 
an open play, air quote open play mm. set piece where players slowly get into position. Yeah. Interesting to see. No, I mean. So Pascal, what's your insight on Arsenal? Arsenal. Um. Yeah. Like I mean, I said earlier, I'm just being I'm being a salty. Like I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I think Arteta still has a lot to prove. Although although he has made this Arsenal team look a lot less lightweight, I think that was the biggest issue of Arsenal. They just look capable of getting completely like dumped by by any of their big rivals in any match. It's a problem that's been happening for years, and I think he just walked through the doors and said this is unacceptable you know if if we're gonna lose we're not getting whooped 3-4-0-5-0 anymore we are being as defensively sound as possible and yesterday's Fulham game was actually the first Arsenal match I'd seen in a while where they weren't playing top 6 opposition previous matches I watched was against Liverpool against Chelsea in the FA Cup final against City in the FA Cup semi-final so most of those matches I was seeing a very defensive Arsenal you know like just being very solid uh, at the back and playing on the counter-attack to Aubameyang, who looks phenomenal on the left, by the way. I think the third goal um, against Fulham was a carbon copy of the one he scored against Liverpool. So clearly they have... Yeah, some yeah sorry, sorry, just to cut in. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, just to cut in. Like, if you notice his goals against City uh, and against Chelsea in the FA Cup and against Liverpool in the Community Shield, they're all carbon copies of... The moves, the build-up to the goal were all carbon copies of each other. That's what I've noticed, where, mm. like I said, it's an open play set piece. Everything is so mechanical and so fluent. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. sorry, continue. I completely agree. And I just yeah. think watching them against what looks to be one of the odds on favorites for relegation, they look like they're able to balance out that they know when to basically play offensively and when to be okay we're not that we're not probably not the the favorites today we're gonna sit in a bit deeper and and try to exploit teams either on the counter attack or force them to make mistakes and i thought that's something they did very well um very promising that uh gabriel had a wonderful debut laka got on the score sheet abameyang got on the score sheet again uh, El Nani somehow frauded his way back into the starting lineup and looks like he's there to stay. He I was think actually Arteta like for some reason. I uh, no, no, go was, ahead. No, uh, yeah, he, he, was he was actually like listed as the unsung hero of the game. Like, uh, I think like we obviously focus on the goals and William with the hat trick of assists, but I think he put like some put put some strings together as well. Like, uh, yeah, it's just weird seeing him come back in the play. Like what you said, like how did he even like? I think we were talking about this offline and. You sent a screenshot of uh, one of the Arsenal fans commenting about how did he make his <laughs> way to the front line. I, I was like, oh, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be real with you. I thought, I thought he was gone. I thought you guys sold him. I thought we sold him. So when I saw him in the Community Shield lineup, I was like, what is going on? And I, I know I'm a, I'm a big fan of Torreira, but it seems that Arteta prefers um, El Nani to him and if he does want to play Torreira he's probably going to play him a bit further forward I think kind of like a bit of the Kante syndrome well, yeah because uh, Torreira was an Unai Emery mm. signing and to me he's just the Uruguayan Lee Kanoho 
I I I honestly you think, think so. <laughs> I I I feel like he I feel like he offers a lot more to than that. But I mean, I I just think maybe because of the transfer thing of like maybe Torreira is going to. I think the rumor was Torino or something. So maybe he's just out out of the squad. Yeah. Until that settles. You know, Torreira was once dubbed by the Arsenal fans as someone who's better than Kante, and now he's getting. Most likely gonna get shipped off to yeah. Milan well, that was a mistake. So, <laughs> yeah, things that I didn't, mean, yeah, that, quotes I mean, that didn't age yeah, well. Then, we we had more than <laughs> come up, so. Oh man, oh we, we're gonna have yeah, a whole yeah. episode dedicated to the glory days of being players. Yeah, um, Lord Banner, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm just more concerned. Like, I I think this was the first game in, and we're playing a relegation team. But you know, let's look at next week when. No, we play. Well, I got I got news for you, buddy. You guys are playing another relegation <laughs> at home. Another ham is this time. It's West Ham, who yeah, on paper aren't as bad as Fulham, but in reality oh. they might actually be worse. They yeah, I, they just, yeah. I don't know where I don't even know where to start with with West Ham, man. The uh well I I can yeah I yeah, I, I can start on West Ham yeah yeah. Okay, it's it's probably one of the predictions that we got correct in the last podcast that didn't go all <laughs> topsy turvy on us. Yeah, they are not good. Just not good. They look like they're gonna go down. I mean, Suchek and Antonio are probably the ones that are gonna save them if they're gonna get any if they're gonna get any chances of survival. Antonio and Suchek are probably the only two that, that will do anything for them. Uh, Ale is... Ale is just not the Premier League, I have to say. It's 40 million down the drain. Declan Rice is their best player, but he looks really unsettled. Like, all the Chelsea rumours and all that. I'm sure he wants an out as soon as possible. If you want a manager that inspires you, I don't think David Moyes is the one Oof. that does the job. Do you see that picture I of mean, him I, holding his... I'm just speaking facts, like, you can ask any... Yeah. There, was a, there was this picture of him just, like, kind of looked like he was crying it. I don't know what kind of message it sends to the players, man. It was... I'll send it to you guys later. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you can tell that the team spirit is not there at the moment. Everyone looks so demotivated. Uh, but you know this is full key banter. Anything we say now, we just <laughs> the results will just be the this complete is the opposite. Test. I wouldn't be surprised if West Ham beat Arsenal. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we know that this podcast uh, is make you will make why? a lot of money listening to this podcast. Yeah, if if you are betting man and you listen to this podcast, any prediction that we say, you just bet the opposite. The most likely is gonna happen. If Fulham, I mean, yeah, we, we're gonna we, we all we're all bet. slating West Ham now, and they'll probably beat. Arsenal one nil from like a Diop header or something. <laughs> no, it'll be like a it'll be like a Gabriel own goal. <laughs> just one of the players we're guessing up right now is gonna screw up. Um, yeah. As yeah, BK. What, what's dislike. your prediction? What's your prediction for uh, West Ham Arsenal? How do you I think you guys get like, it done? I I I really hope we like walk this over with a three 0 home win. But yeah, it, uh, Arsenal defense, man. You know we have a track record that shit. Messing up, but if we're gonna, I have a feeling. What, what do you think? 
Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, Antonio's gonna score in this one. But Arsenal are gonna win like 3-1. Uh, yeah. Aubameyang's probably gonna get a goal. He's gonna want a goal after signing a new three-year contract just to celebrate. And it's gonna be a walk in the park for Arsenal. Famous last words. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, here, like, fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I think West Ham need to frustrate Arsenal as much as possible. I know it's a cliche, but they're gonna they need to Yeah, Arsenal will be looking to, to get on them right from, from from minute one and West Ham need to just keep them at bay till half time and, and just go from there. Maybe try and get a set piece yeah. because as much as Arteta has done to, to, to fix this spine of Arsenal, they're still suspect from set pieces. That's not something you rectify mm. like immediately. So West Ham, I mean they've got yeah. so many, they've got massive dudes in their team. Um they've got they've got decent delivery from like guys like Cresswell, uh Anderson if he plays. I I don't know what Moyes is trying to buy Solly March. He's not playing Yamolenko and Anderson who probably Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both have them came on as elsewhere stuff, right? already. Uh yeah, they both came uh, on and stuff, correct. Yeah. Um, L- like I said, it's not that West Ham didn't spend money, it's just that they spent it, spent it officially on players yeah, that just can't cut the mustard in the Premier League. Let, let, let's look it's at also, it. Like, yeah, the only way... Yeah. You know, we gave shit to like West Ham, but like... Let's talk about Newcastle, man. Like, Wilson? Mm. Yeah, coming Wilson in. Wilson was good. David, David Goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, Both him like and, I mentioned... Him and Jeff Henry uh, got debut goals. Yeah, the, the yeah, like I mentioned, him, him, Fraser, uh, Elmiron, and Saint Maximin. Yeah, British the best front, front line, line, right? <laughs> best front line in, in the Premier we, League. We, I think we talked about this ASM. offline, right? We were like saying like, I uh, how like they actually look quite good. Oh, you guys were talking about it last week, like how they look quite good under Steve Bruce. Like no one gave Steve Bruce a shot, and like mm, yep. this match actually looked like they wow. Like even with Colin Wilson coming on, there's like. Newcastle looked something, looked like something. And to like clean sheet over West Ham and 2 0 away, I, I think that's quite something. Yeah, well, a lot of, a lot of people came close. Not... Yeah, Suchek came what? close with a couple oh, of yeah, haters. Right. He, he came close with a couple of haters, but I think if West Ham are going to score, it's probably through set pieces. They're basically a, a London Stoke team. No. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> It's just a shame that West Ham have an informed Arsenal next away from home. I think if they had a more favourable fixture, I would give them more of a chance to bounce back. But if they get hammered, pardon the pun, if they get hammered by Arsenal, you know, two ne- two losses in a row, morale's going to be down. That could be tough to come back from. So, yeah, like full credit to Newcastle because this time last season they were almost in the same spot West Ham are in now. Everyone yeah. was tipping them for relegation after they lost Benitez and Rondon and they got in Steve yeah. Bruce and they dropped yeah, 40 yeah. million on Joel Linton. Um, <laughs> so they turned it around, made some really shrewd investments and yeah, I, I, I like what they're doing with the whole Wilson and Carroll up front. I don't know if it's going to be a permanent thing but after what they, after how they performed against West Ham, I don't see why they shouldn't continue if, with that. So, if Carroll can stay fit, 
Yeah, it, exactly. If Carol can stay fit, um, but I mean, they they look fine. I don't think they'll crack the top half of the table, but I think that Wilson's goals and we haven't even seen Fraser, uh, mm. back back in the squad. I think they'll probably finish fourteenth. 12th or 14th is my guess for Newcastle, but yeah. Um, we ha- Oh my god, we haven't even talked about uh, United and City. Because, because they haven't played Manchester boys. Yet. Yeah, we, ha- yeah. we haven't seen them yet. We, 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 miss, we miss those guys. We miss you guys. <laughs> Etihad FC and uh, Wheel FC, you know. Um, <laughs> United, uh, United are playing Palace, if I'm not wrong. And City are playing away to Wolves, their bogey side, who oh. actually did the double over them last season. So, I want to have you yeah, guys. I think we can start with. Uh, about, yeah, I, I want to hear your yeah, thoughts United, on that United. Yeah, Palace we can start team. with. Yeah, United Palace. Yeah. yeah um, on the contrary to what Luke Shaw said about them being ready for the season, no I one don't gives think a so. shit about what Luke Shaw said. <laughs> Luke Shaw, you little <laughs> scrub. Okay, okay, like you see, Maguire is coming back from a post-traumatic experience Oof. from Greece. Uh, Mason Greenwood is also coming back from a post-traumatic experience from, you know, Phil Foden in his, Iceland. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, right? Bro- it is, it is what it is, arms. right? <laughs> yeah, you, you see. United haven't strengthened much. They've only signed Donny van der Beek, who, yep. in all honest, honestly saying, is a bench player. I mean, who is he, who is he going to dispose from the team? I, I don't see I, him I playing over Bruno. I thought he was good on, like, Fernandez, van der Beek. Oof. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh. Yeah, right? Yeah. As in, he's not going to displace Pogba. And he's definitely not going to displace whoever plays the holding midfielder right, because he is that, right? not a holding midfielder. Ooh. And Pogba... Does po- is po- has Pogba recovered from coronavirus yet? That I'm not sure. I mean, even if he does, he hasn't trained yet. So yeah, he, I, I, don't expect, I don't expect Pogba to play... I don't think he'll start and he's definitely not going to play the full 90 minutes, which means he is going to yep. play the full 90 minutes. And he's gonna score. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, but in all seriousness, I'm I'm expecting yeah I'm expecting Vanderbeek to start. Yeah, uh, I think with so. Matic and Fernandez in the midfield three. Fernandez. Okay, it's it's Vanderbeek's debut debut uh in the Premier League, so he's not going to. Okay, comparing to having Pogba in the system that Oli plays for United. It's not going to be as effective, and we all know Roy Hodgson knows how to set up a side to defend. This could potentially be a banana skin for United. Yeah, mm, I, I, I agree. It, and they look they look good against home? Southampton. Uh, it's they're playing at Old Trafford. Yeah, United's mm. going to be at home. But I mean, like once again, what? How much is home advantage really like? Now matter at this point out. you know it, it's 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 Offense. especially a, a, a ground like old trafford you know like but, yeah. you suffer you suffer without that man yeah so like yeah. but do note that crystal palace just played the league cup match like midweek so fatigue might be something in game 
But I, I looked at their lineup. They, they, they played pretty much. You don't expect. You expect maybe like two of those guys to start against United. So I don't no, think they, yeah. will be an oh, yeah, issue. Yeah, and, 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 and coming back to the Palace lineup, remember we were predicting Southampton as Dark Horses and they're most likely going to beat Palace. <laughs> Look what happened. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, one, it's just... one game. You know, I wouldn't read too much yeah. into that. Do we, should we even like make predictions anymore at this point? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Zaha to yeah. score so... hat-trick. <laughs> No matter what they say, I think United do have problems. And don't forget, they haven't been playing any friendlies at all. As in, everyone has been, ever since the break, everyone has been like either on holidays and after holidays, they've come back to play internationals for their teams. So I don't know if the United team, are, fitness-wise, they are as, as fit as the Palace players. Because Palace players, they really have been playing a lot of friendly games mm. during the break and they have one game under their belt so they are already going to frustrate United yeah, but I, saying I, yeah. that saying that I think United can scrape this maybe a 2-1 both Bruno Fernandes penalties of course oh. <laughs> the Fernandes the Fernandes trains Fernandes leaving special. station Milk, milk man. Um, yeah, so what I, do you guys I, think? With that result or that match? I completely agree. Uh, I yeah, think, I mean, what do you guys think about that match? Yeah. I think it's uh, not a great game for United to come back to. It's going to be very cagey. Palace like West Ham are going to try to frustrate United as long as possible. Use the pace of Ayu and Zaha and um, that, that new kid... Uh, Jesus Christ, I forgot his I forgot his name. Not much why you're not that new kid. Um Ezekiel Easy. Oh yeah, yeah, man, hey, dude, that guy's sleek, man. He might he might ah. start on the bench. Yeah, yeah, he's very quick, but I I I get the feeling he's gonna start on the bench. But yeah, yeah. I agree with you that this is gonna be a very gritty game. I think United are going to I still think United are gonna edge it, but it's not gonna be easy. It's maybe gonna be I have it one 0 United. Um also gonna be a late goal, probably, probably a penalty. <laughs> but I actually have Rashford <laughs> scoring. I think Rashford's gonna gonna. Yeah, I, I just have Rashford scoring. Um, what about Rashford? you, UK? Yeah, oh, I have Rashford. Uh, he, yeah, I, I think he's I fit, right? Yeah, he's fit. I'm gonna devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Yes, do it, do it, do it. I'm not sure if I'll go. I mean, to what to one or draw? I actually think like. We have to we have again. to confuse the football gods because if we predict yes. all three scores, then uh, yeah, yeah, we are yeah, not yeah, a fraud channel true. because we got it. It's correct. gonna be the total opposite. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. you have to be the guy that sits on the fence. <laughs> so I might yeah. be right on this. <laughs> so I exactly I actually think so. Like, two one palace. Yeah, two one palace. Like I like what you mentioned. Like <laughs> I I I just think like like I I think you really mentioned a lot on the psychological thing on like the whole United now they're like mm-hmm. Greenwood. Uh, Maguire they are in the mess and like honestly I think there's one thing that we maybe didn't really talk about like the three keepers of United who's staying who's leaving who's first team like you think it's De Gea but they didn't really play De Gea on their friendly and imagine uh, if they throw in a curveball and just start Dean Henderson oh my god yeah. that would... yeah it's like I'm not sure if United fans I, I, I'm, I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be super shocked but it would it would take a lot of people by surprise. 
Okay, just to touch on the goalkeeper situation at United. Okay, I did a little bit of research and found out that De Gea and Henderson, they're actually the top two highest paid keepers. What? In the league. Okay, not top two, but uh, they're within the top five best paid keepers in the league. How much is Henderson paid? De Gea is on 300... Okay, De Gea is on 375,000 a week. And Henderson is on 120,000 a week. So that's basically, you're basically paying 500,000 on two goalkeepers. For no week, clean sheets. Which is mental. <laughs> which, is, which is mental if you think about it. As in, a goalkeeper is a position where you can only play one goalkeeper yeah, yeah. a game. Uh, I, yeah, that, that's, it's just baffling. That's man. the most united thing I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> in the Can't sense that they just ball. over they just yeah. they have the highest wage bill in the league right or is that City but yeah they, they have one uh, of the highest wage bills they're gonna come close they're gonna come close City has got depth man I'm not sure what United has if we we'll compare like yeah, yeah. that's true that's we true. can we can talk about United's transfer policy but I think that's better safe for another we'll, we'll wait we'll wait, till cr- we'll, wait, we'll wait till Palace beats them then we can talk about their transfer yeah, policy yeah Oh god, I, okay, so I thought we were going to be nice to United <laughs> this, this episode. No, we, we did Yeah, we can hear win, so all we, the United fans two, two one, sharpening two, uni- United one nil. United 1-0, United 1-0, United 1-0, that's my, that's my uh, tip. Okay, let's move on to <laughs> City. Yep, yep, City. Oh, I'm just going to get it out of City the way. Wolves. Wol- Wolves make it three in a row. Did, did you see City, Wolves? They have to beat City again. Did you see the Wolves goals? Yo, Wolves are, Wolves are good, man. They are really good. Man, Jimenez, man, that goal, I was like, wow, that was so impressive. That volley man. was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I, I couldn't even see that goal. Yeah, yeah. I was like, when it went in, I was like, wow. Oh, wow. That was amazing. Okay, but but to counter that, yeah. that prediction you made, Wolves, they are not as defensively strong as last season. I mean, Johnny's out till the new year. The, and the, you have the, Adama playing... Right back. Yeah. So how yeah, so how defensively secure they are on that left hand side where Sterling is going to exploit is an unknown. And I think I think Pep's gonna he's he's gonna finally beat um, oh no, he has beat him before, but I think they're gonna do one over on Wolves. Long time coming. This right. game. Yeah. It's probably gonna be like a, a fright. 3-2 game mm. I guess I can see that mm. happening yeah I would but say 3-1 this, I know this is super to City yeah I mean yeah, yeah. to City yeah 3-1 that, I mean yeah that's fair but the thing is this is um obviously we're literally two games into the season but do you think it's gonna affect them going into that Wolves game potentially being six points behind. I know like that almost sounds stupid to say, but you're playing against a team that's beat you twice before in recent memory at their home ground, which has proven to be a difficult place to go to. If, let's say, Jimenez scores early and scores first, right? You never know. Wolves could sit back and just rely on Adama to... I'll be shocked if they play Benjamin Mendy again. Dude has been like... Dude probably has nightmares about Adama like oiling himself up <laughs> he's been destroyed like twice by him dude yeah but uh, Dharma is playing much deeper than 
than he was yeah. in the previous game. And if you're, you said you you'll be shocked if Mendy starts, right? Yeah. So you think Ake is gonna make his debut? At left back? Uh. Yeah, he he can play left back. Nah, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll debut at left back. But I have a feeling that so... they'll just they'll just bite the bullet and put Zinchenko there. Ooh. Uh, I know what I know what you're gonna say. Zinchenko is worse than Mendy defensively. Yeah, but I think yeah. Zinchenko can be more disciplined. He can do a job rather than Mandy will Mandy will always like to bomb forward, which yeah, might be a so bit of a risk against his wolf side. This is where I see the one coming in, like that one goal is probably like from this like tactical flop. Mm. Yeah, yeah, what I do have to say is that point. neither neither of the Manchester clubs were given an easy first game. Uh definitely mm. gonna have gonna be tested. But okay, so there's another yep. question I wanted to ask. Aguero's been at City for years. Damn near, like I think close to a if not a decade already. Probably not a decade, maybe close to a decade. Do you think this is the season where Jesus finally gets the nod over him, or do you think Aguero is still there to stay? Okay. From what I've seen so far from Pep, Pep really wants to give the first striker mental to Gabriel Jesus. Mm-hmm. But whenever Aguero scores a goal, Pep's gonna be like, ah, damn, I have to put you back as my first team striker. As in, I'm sure Pep wants to make Jesus his uh, starting striker, but you can't bench Aguero, can you? As in, yeah, I agree. I don't think Aguero has can stomach his ego enough to play second fiddle to Jesus. Yeah. So if Aguero is fit and firing, you play Sergio Aguero. That is like the number one golden rule of football. I think Aguero is a different class from Jesus. Jesus is good, but Aguero is elite level. I would say he's behind Henri and Shearer as the best striker in the EPL, the third best striker in EPL. That's yeah, not a hot yeah, take, right? I, I totally no, I totally agree. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because. You said it your you you said it yourself. Pep has shown on a number of occasions that he kind of wants to pass the mantle from Aguero, but Aguero's always just like, nah, man. I see what you're trying to do, and I'm gonna stop that shit right now by scoring like either a brace or a hat trick, so you don't ever try to pull this shit again. But I don't know. I think, yeah, it was just something that that was on my mind and. I wouldn't do it personally, but Pep being Pep, I felt might have might have given the nod uh, to to Jesus over Aguero. What do you think, BK? Uh, uh, I I think informed thing is real, but th- then again, it's the first game of the season. Might be actually the best time to actually test. You know, like once you get the season rolling, it's a bit hard. Like if Aguero is informed, how are you gonna take him out? But now you kind of have the excuse of like first match. Sure, I could start his Jesus, Jesus flops. Yeah, then you're like, I'm sorry, like you gotta put yeah, a girl. Yeah, I, I think, I think Jesus, Jesus will perform better as an away striker at uh, Molyneux, whereas in the home games you play Aguero because because teams are gonna sit back and you're gonna need Aguero because Aguero is so clinical, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and also you give Aguero yeah. like a half space and he's gonna fire one in the top corner. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Jesus is the more hardworking type of striker where he'll drop back, yeah. he'll press and everything. Whereas 
Aguero and don't forget Aguero is getting on age like you said his legs aren't what they used to be mm. and yeah if I were a betting man I would put good money on Jesus starting are... ahead of Aguero <laughs> on, so is uh, this already? Okay. okay is this, re- is this reversal? No, no, oh but this is full kick better <laughs> so yeah. Jesus gets yeah. sold <laughs> Yeah, this will keep better. So a girl's probably gonna start. <laughs> nah, um, I'm, but I'm excited uh, to to see them back in action. Um, yeah, which, I felt which, weird missing them. You know, we've 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 been on this for about an hour twenty. So, I know you've had some friends who've asked us about uh, what our top six is, and uh, this is the super uh, yes. early, super early top six, and the transfer window still open. Yep. So, but we gotta get we gotta give the people what they want. So. I'm gonna start with you. Yeah. I'd like to hear your top six Me? followed by BK's top six. Yeah, we'll we'll work our way up from six, oh, okay. five, four, three, two, one, and yep, then yep. I'll just uh. do mine last. Yeah. Okay. If just to say that if you will, uh, if we had done the top six predictions last week, oh it my god, been totally yeah, different. Totally, exactly. Mm. <laughs> yep. yep. So, so for six, I'll put Spurs mm. because Ooh. they're just not good, man. Just not good. Like something's wrong with that, that club. I don't know what Mo has against Ali, but I think it's to start him off at half time. Uh, something's going on behind the scenes, and yeah, this is supposed to be their best season, but I don't know. I just the the vibes that they're giving me aren't that great, and so uh okay. Fifth position, I will go with United. They just haven't strengthened enough for my liking. They basically have the same squad plus Vanderbeek, who is a bench player. And if you're going to fight for the top four, even the title, you're going to have to show much more ambition in it. Fourth place, I'm going to say Arsenal. I'm, I'm riding that, that Arteta train right now. They look good as a team. Aubameyang is probably going to be Golden Boot winner. And yeah, onwards and upwards for the R's third place. Oh, okay. this is where it gets dicey. For my third and second place, for, for my third and second place, they're gonna be separated by maybe one point. Ah, I, I have to put Liverpool, man. I have to put Liverpool. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> no, that's cool, I'm gonna have to put Liverpool, man. Like, okay, you guys haven't strengthened at all. You guys basically bought the Greek Aboto Moreno oh, and that's shit, all. That like that see you guys time. getting. Yeah. yeah, I don't see you guys getting Thiago. Okay, maybe, but it all hinges on whether Genie goes to Barcelona, right? And I know this is a hot take, like you mentioned it before, but every manager's tactics have a shelf life of five years, and I think Klopp's, Klopp's tactical nows is going to be exposed more this yeah, season. It... Like You've already seen it with Bielsa. Yeah, yeah. Bielsa has already given you like a Aircrude blueprint on how to stop their both fullbacks. Mm, I mean, you guys are still gonna do well, but not to the lofty heights that you did yeah. Yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. And a uh, close second is gonna be Chelsea because I support Chelsea. That, that's <laughs> all there is to it. Uh. And wait, what? <laughs> You're not gonna mention the fact <laughs> that you guys have, like potentially the best strike. Okay, could be the best striker okay. in the league. We're gonna, we're gonna. You're gonna bounce to that segment real soon, but Lampard's low key on fraud watch. Oh, if he doesn't get, yeah, he, I mean, if he, he doesn't, he beat me do well <laughs> this season. 
<laughs> yeah, if he doesn't yeah. if he doesn't do well this season, after getting back, like by the board, um, I I hate to say this, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard for me to say, but wait, did I not say this at the he... end of the season? <laughs> you were giving me so much you... shit. I was I have a memory of a guppy. I, I definitely, forget. I definitely no, no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't me. No, no. <laughs> what are these? Are these? Are these accusations? Okay. Are these we'll, accusations we'll gonna we'll, be a common we'll, occurrence? We'll, we'll, I have the receipts. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, and you have, you have yeah, city and uh, yeah. City, yeah, mm. city as champions. Yeah. Understandable. Okay. BK. Uh, I actually struggle with the. I I think top three is easy for me. It's gonna be city. Liverpool then Chelsea but I, I think like what you said like Chelsea Liverpool is like one point or like it's just gonna be that much of a difference and then uh, fourth fourth fifth I I wanna say Arsenal United but I don't really know who's gonna be there I don't wanna say Arsenal cause like I think we can I'm not sure but it seems like our squad depth seems more secure uh, I mean United is playing with a lot of youth we we do have some youth, but I think, uh, you know, as compared to United's one, maybe we have more more of a chance. And uh, six, yeah, man, Spurs. If they keep it up like that, I'm not. If if Everton took over six and like Spurs is below that, but then maybe we have like a Jose three point or something like Harpy being fired kind of thing. We we never know. Yeah, but I think that's my mm, top six. Mm. Yeah, Whoa, and I'm very tempted. I'm very tempted to just YOLO and <laughs> piss a lot of people off. <laughs> but I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go the safe route. I'm gonna. I'm joining you guys with Spurs <laughs> being sixth. Um, I'm very tempted to put Everton as sixth, but I still think Spurs have more quality overall. Yeah. And if they get um uh, a new couple of new transfers in, that could change the game. But okay, Spurs sixth. Whatever. Yeah, they're being linked to. Regulon, right? Yeah, I think I think that deal's almost done, but I mean they're gonna need a bit more than him to to break into the top four. But very few yeah, people I gave United a chance last season, and they somehow they won. Bruno Fernandez managed to change the game for them. So, which brings me point. to yeah, Bruno, and, Bruno and Fernandez. Yeah, so sorry, just to cut in, and yeah, Spurs yeah, are in the European League this season, right? So, like getting fourth place isn't their only out. For the Champions League, they could actually win the Europa League and get a Champions League spot. So I think Mourinho is going to concentrate on that competition a lot more because it's Spurs. They're going to want a trophy compared to yeah, finishing fourth a, and not getting point. a trophy. That's a great point. But the yeah. Europa League is a slog, man. And they have to play in Bumblefuck. No, who God. I think they have to go to Belgrade or something to play like a qualified Europa You're going to go to a qualifying time. FC... SC Uganda. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna wonder, like, what with the whole COVID situation, like how Europa League and UEFA is gonna play out. Like, Oof. man, we were just you guys it's were just talking about that. Yeah. PSG, right? Like, how many people are out already with like COVID and like? Oh my god, we don't even have time to get to PSG, but yeah. <laughs> PSG are in the relegation zone, by the way. We don't even have time to get to PSG. Maybe next week, if they lose again, we have to talk about it. But ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Of course. Where was I? Fifth. Yeah. Uh, I'm so tempted to just say Chelsea fifth just to annoy oh. you. But I'm, but I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm going to go with, unfortunately, Arsenal. 
Although yeah, I would very uh, much like to see you guys back in the top four. I oof. yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I think, think United, sure. even though even even though United kind of look all over the place right now, I still think they'll get top four. So we'll see. Hey, Who knows? Maybe Arsenal will will make another transfer. United will. Hey, hey man, don't forget. Again, but I, we I have, have our bo- We have our bottling time of the year. Remember. Yeah, I, that's and that there's so many question marks left, but I have Arsenal fifth. Um, and then United 4th, and I actually wanted to agree with you. I thought, I I have a feeling Liverpool might get third. I'm being completely honest, and uh, that's almost blasphemy to say. Like, in my heart, obviously, there's no reason for me to think we can't defend it, you know, but, like, I, I, I agree with you. I Just based on a couple, and... Based, based on our recent performances, I think we're going to struggle a bit more. And also, so much of what makes Liverpool great are the fans at Anfield. And I think we're really going to have a lot more them, difficulty man. without them. So, yeah. with a heavy heart, I'm going to say Liverpool third. But that shit could change. I'm going to have Chelsea in second. But, but... Things could go with Chelsea. It's a toss up, man. You guys could finish <laughs> second or fifth. It's really a toss up. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I have Chelsea in second, and uh, I have Etihad FC winning back the Premier League, but not winning the Champions League. Ha ha! Yeah. How you like them apples? <laughs> so with that, let's move on to fraud watch. And you mentioned Frank Lampard, which I very much agree with. But I want to hear your take on your manager. Oh. Wait, do you want to explain what Fraud Watch is? Oh yeah, for those of, for those of you uh, who are joining us for the first time, Fraud Watch is basically a segment where we highlight players or managers who are performing way under expectations or perhaps are being hyped up when they really shouldn't be. So for example, last week we had uh, Nabi Keita on Fraud Watch who <laughs> didn't have a particularly fantastic game against Leeds. It was okay, but... Not enough to get out of the gulag. Um, we had James Rodriguez because we felt, you know, his best days were from the Brazil, the World Cup in Brazil. But he had a fantastic game, so we can't say much about that. Uh, and I think it was those are the two players we had, right? If I'm if I'm correct. Mm, yep. Yep. Yeah. And this week, uh, yeah, let you you get the ball rolling with uh, Frankie Lance. Okay, about about Nabi Keita, right? Can we all just come into agreement and give him the fraudification squad certification? I mean, dude, he's gonna Nabi score Keita against is... you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna, I'm just gonna slate Nabi Keita and he will score like a banger against Kepa. I can see that happening, <laughs> but Nabi Keita, Marcus Alonso, Marco Silva, and Unai Emery. They are basically the four, yeah, the four horsemen of, of Fraud Watch that host, <laughs> yeah, that, that host the, this whole whole segment together. Okay, yep. uh, yeah, like I said earlier, I'm low-key putting Frank Lampard on Fraud Watch for 38 game weeks because he has nowhere to hide now. He has the signings that he has wanted and all pressure is on him Except Kepa. to deliver. Yeah, Kepa's, Kepa's just a a weird anomaly. <laughs> but we're gonna get Edouard Mendy, so... Could possibly help out? Yeah. 
So Frank Lampard is my nomination for Fraud Watch. The whole the whole season. How much did that hurt? Yeah, thirty eight game. <laughs> it really <laughs> hurt, but I I I, I, said, I felt that man. It, yeah, you, you don't buy players of this caliber and expect like a scrap for fourth place. You're gonna yeah. want to sh- your your team to show more ambition. So yeah. with these signings comes bigger expectation. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with not winning the league this season because I think it's one season too early. But I would like a a trophy, maybe in in the form of an FA Cup or a Carabao Cup, like something to give the, the team this you know, winning mentality like, and we push on I think for the too, like, title the next season. I think what you want is kind of like what Arsenal had last season. Like, we were yeah, yeah. shit. Yep, yep. But we came away with two trophies and yep. I think it was great for the fans. Like, something to, like, walk away with and, like... I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, credit, credit to Ateta, man. Like, I'm fully on the Ateta train and it... It pains me to say this, but yeah, I am... I'm really impressed with Arsenal's performance ever since he took over. Yeah, I would say, yeah. yeah. How about you, BK? Who's on your front watch? Uh, for, like, next week. We're going with next week. Yeah, I mean, L- you chose L- your L- guy L- for the <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pick an Arsenal one. Uh, I, I actually... I, I actually want to put Hamas in just, like, for the sake of it. But, like, I think... I miss what you guess again. Yeah, but like I, I, I think I'm just gonna let it slide. Like really, just let it slide. Like poor, ha- poor Hamas. Okay. He can't, he can't catch a break. <laughs> man, so, man. So you're, you're re- <laughs> Yeah, so you're renominating. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I think I'm gonna. Like, <laughs> I'm, I actually think I'm gonna put Vanbi. But I don't know whether yeah I don't know whether he's oh, going, Vanderbeek? Oh, yeah. Vanderbeek? Oh. I don't know whether okay. he's gonna start. Okay, that, so that's, that, a problem, that, that's fair. That's fair. That's yep. fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like all the high guy came with a banger. price tag, man. Yeah, and you know what's picturing... funny is like he doesn't start. If if he doesn't. Start no, I was picturing Hamez like climbing up the you know like in Batman um in the Dark Knight Rises like he's just climbing out of the pit. Uh-huh. And then like he's almost out of almost out of front watch and then his rope just snaps and he falls back <laughs> in. <laughs> but yeah, when the beat, good shout. Yeah, I, I I'm going um, for me. Yeah, for me, um, uh, probably Delhi. Just cause he was, I actually disagree with you. I thought Delhi was awful. I knew exactly why he got subbed off. Everton okay. were were like swarming to him. Like they, every time Delhi got received the ball, there were instantly like four or five Everton players on him, and. Maybe that's not his fault. It's just Everton's game plan, but he just didn't look like he was up for it, man. And I think Ali's one of like it's almost like Lingard. Okay, not like Lingard's in a world. Yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. It. Oh, I only Jay found dude, out Lingard's a young talent. Jay yeah, Lingard's man. Like, dude, <laughs> Lingard's gonna rock the under twenty World Cup, man. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> future Ballon d'Or. Um, but yeah, Ali's been around for like I didn't realize Ali's been kind of around for six years already. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so they were saying has, like he's he's never he's, he's never quite gotten to that upper echelon. Ha- and after that, I season. don't think he ever will, man. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, like he's his had, best season was his breakout season, right? Yeah, yeah. He had and one more really good season on the porch. season. Yeah, he had one more yeah. really good season on the okay. porch, and then he just kind of like plateaued and. It's one thing to plateau. He's actually, I feel, been Decline. declining a little bit. And I like Delhi as a player. 
a little bit, you know, Instagram generation, a bit like, you know, whatever, but mm. I I don't know. I hope he, he turns it around, but he's he's my he's my nomination on Fraud Watch. Yeah. yeah so okay. guys if you play fantasy if you play fantasy Premier League, get Deli Ali in your team. You know, get him in he's before score, he, like, price uh, goes one, up. Yeah, he's gonna bag he's gonna bag like yeah. He's gonna it, it, it is Southampton yep. next it is Southampton next match. Though. Guys, don't don't just don't just get him in your team. Just place a captaincy on him. He's probably gonna score like ten goals. You're gonna want a triple captain like, after Delhi. We... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just go all out on him since we've mentioned his name on Broadwatch. He's probably gonna gonna tear up the league now. Yeah, man. Oh god. Okay. okay, guys. I think we've had a. This was this was. I had a lot of fun. This has been a long one. It's about hour and thirty. Um, looking forward to some cracking games this weekend. Obviously, the big one is uh, Chelsea Liverpool, and we've got uh, the United, uh, not the United, the Manchester teams back. We've got a kind of a prelude to a potential, not relegation dogfight, but we've got Leeds and uh, Fulham as well. So that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, stay tuned next week for episode three, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, you guys want to sign off with anything? Chelsea's going to win the league. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh nah it's like i i think we're all just looking forward to next week of like games and welcome back united boys and the city boys see you guys three two one you guys clap Fuck you guys! Fucking! I said we're gonna clap at the end. Okay, rule rule of rule of thumb rule of thumb. It's fine. I'll figure it out. But next time, don't stop your recording right away. Yeah, like always. And but when when you start recording, also let it run for like maybe like a minute or two. Never like start it cold. Fuck you guys, you're gonna give me extra work, bitches. Oh god. Yeah, that was a long one, man. We g- I need to get I need to get I need to get better for the to drop your recording. Yeah yeah, I'll, I'll send it to both you guys. I'll send it to both of you. I need to get better at watching the time man, it's like fucking hell, hour forty. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs>